Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Recently, Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve Chair, in a much-anticipated announcement, said the Federal Reserve was pausing its interest rate increases since inflationary pressures were easing. This was a welcomed comment, and on the day it was made, the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose by more than 500 points. Clearly, the stock market was really encouraged by the Fed's announcement. And that produced strong demand for buying stock. Some analysts are hoping and predicting that next year the Fed will, instead of raising rates, lower them. If this should happen, we can expect more stock buying at higher prices similar to the recent buying. Should investors buy stock at the current prices? To consider this question, we will delve more deeply into the Fed's actions and reasons for them. We should consider the risks of current purchases, investment alternatives, and what the professional investors are saying and doing. First, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates to levels not seen in more than 20 years, and that was due to inflation rates not seen in 20 years. The Fed uses interest rates as a tool to impact the economy. It raises rates when the economy is expanding and prices are increasing at dangerous percentages. Out-of-control price increases are like tax increases that especially impact and hurt lower-income consumers. As we have indicated many times, Jerome Powell and the Fed took the right action by consistently raising rates. Inflation was significant in amount as well as pesky and persistent. Recent consumer inflation reports revealed an easing of inflation, and this was the impetus for the Fed's actions. The stock market likes the prospects of low interest rates. This lowers financing costs for businesses, and that can increase profits. Lower interest rates also tend to take away competition for investment funds. With Treasury bills and bond rates in the vicinity of 5% and higher, many investors, including Warren Buffett, put their money into the risk-free investments rather than the stock market. Treasuries are considered risk-free since the United States government has never failed to pay interest on its debts, nor has it defaulted on the principal it owes. If the Fed lowers rates next year, many investors will shift to buying stock, especially if businesses continue to experience increasing profits. The question is, What are the risks for the economy and the stock market in the near future? There are a few. First, the economic conditions continue to will the the economic conditions continue to allow the Fed to lower rates. World events, including the Russian-Ukraine conflict, the Hamas-Israel battle, they could worsen. This would impact world oil prices, 
which clearly impacts inflation. Some economists are concerned about interest rates causing a recession or slowdown in economic activity. A recession could cause an increase in unemployment, and that could devastate the country's economy. This concern is disputed by many, including David Costin, the chief equity strategist for Goldman Sachs. He sees what is called a soft landing possibility. In this scenario, inflation softens to the Fed's target 2% rate without causing a severe or major unemployment issue and the problems that are associated with people losing their jobs. I like to consider the words and actions of legendary billionaire investor Warren Buffett before investing. Let's consider the following. Berkshire Hathaway, the company controlled by Warren Buffett, has a record $157 billion of liquid assets. Mr. Buffett is on record as saying that it is difficult to find stock market bargains at current prices. Some wealth managers interpret this as Buffett's concern about the problems on the horizon and that he is struggling to find the bargains he seeks. The liquid assets just mentioned include a significant amount of treasury bills. Keep in mind the difference between treasury bills and notes. Bills are short-term. They have maturities of one year and less. Notes are longer-term and go up to 30 years. While both can be sold before maturity, bills are considered among the safest investments due to their short-term duration and the fact that they are debts of the United States government. If you hold a bill until maturity, you will not lose money. Buffett feels so strongly about treasuries that 15% of Berkshire's $1 trillion of assets are invested in them. Yahoo Finance reported that Lee Munson, president of Portfolio Wealth Advisors, interprets this as a cautious approach. Buffett is known as a value investor, which means he looks for stocks trading at what he sees as a discount to their actual value. He also insists that Berkshire always have at least $30 billion of liquid assets so it can always meet its financial obligations. This means that he maintains an emergency fund for his business. This is a takeaway, a takeaway for individual investors. The money set aside for bills and expenses that arise due to an emergency should be anticipated. This fund should hold liquid assets such as bank deposits or treasury bills that can be quickly converted to cash and withdrawn. Our comments about this are not new. Mr. Buffett is also currently earning more than 5% interest on treasury bills. He is earning an historically high rate of interest while evaluating the stock market and trying to identify worthy investments. In the past quarter, Berkshire has been a net seller of stock. It sold all of the General Motors, Procter & Gamble, and Johnson & Johnson stock it owned. Mr. Buffett holds stock for the long term unless something changed about the investment that did not exist when he initially bought the stock. Berkshire's largest investment in stock currently is Apple, which now accounts for a half of Berkshire's stock portfolio. When Buffett first bought General Motors stock, it was committed to switching to electric vehicles. Since then, the prospects for the entire EV industry have dimmed. The cars are expensive to build, and buyers have balked at their high cost. 
Additionally, GM, like the other big three automakers or the other, other two automakers, will have to bear significant cost of their new contract with the United Auto Workers Union. Clearly, Mr. Buffett sees great prospects for Apple, and he anticipates new and profitable products in the future. We can summarize Mr. Buffett's approach as cautious. We should add that after the market's 500-point increase in one day, it too has been cautious. And on many days, it has experienced only small rises and, and falls in stock prices. So what should the individual investor do at this point? I agree with Warren Buffett. I suggest being cautious. If a successful billionaire investor is, why should you be different? I agree with Mr. Buffett that every person should have an emergency fund. Also, treasury bills still offer an attractive 5% rate. This is too good to pass up. It may be time to consider buying two-year treasury notes. This would enable you to lock in a high rate, and these assets are liquid. They can be sold at market rates at any time. Remember, treasuries can be bought directly from the government at treasurydirect.gov. There, there are no commissions on the purchase and sale of treasuries. Also, treasuries are not subject to state and local income taxes. Following this course of action will earn you a safe return while you do what Warren Buffett is doing, while you observe the actions of the Federal Reserve and the impact on the stock market. I feel that many businesses will emerge as worthy investments. I would be prepared to invest in stock in the future after we have a clearer picture of the investing environment. This is not a time to ignore Warren Buffett's investing approach. I find it interesting that Mr. Buffett's approach, the billionaire investor, one of the most successful investors of all time, is following an approach that is similar to what we've spoken about, about being cautious, about having an emergency fund, investing in the sure investment, treasury bills, and then investing in stock. We will continue to watch the market and will provide thoughts on, act on actions to take for the cautious investor. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.